0: All right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to The Daily Podcast. Today we're reading Luke chapter 2, and we probably will not get all the way through chapter 2, maybe to verse 40, which is what I'm hoping will happen tomorrow. On tomorrow's podcast, we'll finish up chapter 2. And then I'll be out for a few next week on vacation. So, you know, listen to old podcasts if you want to be on morning prayer, if you want to continue to pray and, uh, you know, Whatever you want to do with that. And then we'll jump back together on the 26th of July, July 26th. We'll be back together um, with uh, Luke chapter 20. So between now and then, read those chapters on your own because we want to keep our overall goal. <laughs> we want to keep our overall goal of reading through the entire New Testament in a year. And we're a little bit behind, but this week, this little over a week, will give us a chance to catch up. So I know no one likes homework. I see you guys are all like wanting to throw things at me. Throwing your virtual pencils at me. I see it. I feel it. Um, because no homework. We hate no summer homework. <laughs> no summer school. <laughs> um, and it grieves me not to do l- a lot of that because Luke chat, there's a lot of good stuff in those chapters that you'll be reading on your own. But, you know, we gotta sacrifice, we gotta sacrifice. Keep our goal, our collective goal of reading through the entire New Testament in a year. All right, team. One, two, team on three. One, two, three, team. All right. Um. All right. Welcome everybody. So Luke chapter three, little Christmas in July. Little, uh, you know, this is this chapter was made uh, wasn't made famous, but it was uh, popularized by the Charlie Brown show, right? Charlie Brown. I love this. I love this chapter. Um. So let's do it. You know what we do? We read, we pray. We change the world. Yes, you got it, Trish. Chapter 20 on the 26th. That's where we're going to be. You got it. So whatever you got to do from now to then to get to to chapter 20 on the 26th, you're going to be good to go. Tomorrow I will be on the podcast doing uh finishing up chapter two. So, all right, let's go, let's go, let's do it. Um, in those days, in what days? Well, in the days when Zachary, when Elizabeth and when John the Baptist was born and Mary was pregnant, all that. I don't know. That might be a good Maybe I should throw a test out there in two weeks just to make sure you read your chapters. Throw a little test out there, see so if you can read your chapters. <laughs> okay, class, who read your chapters? <laughs> a little quiz. We'll do a little pop quiz in on the 26th to see which one the good see who the good students really are. Jesus's favorite. Let's see. All right, class. Time for your time for your prop quiz. <laughs> All right. Um. <clears throat> the birth of Jesus. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. Caesar Augustus, a.k.a. Octavius, that was his name before he was Caesar Augustus, uh, about 30 years before the birth of Jesus had secured the empire under his authority by uh, by defeating his brother, Mark Anthony, not the bass player for Van Halen, a different guy. <laughs> Uh, Just see if you're listening, not different guy, different guy, Uh, Antony, Mark Antony, and uh, they were brothers, but Octavius got the better of him in uh, BC, 31 BC, and uh, so for a few decades, uh, Octavius, then Caesar, then changed to Caesar Augustus, was the sole emperor of the entire Roman world. Which you know, he it secured the empire. We, up until that time, there was a lot of fighting back and forth, um, a lot of rivalries, bloodshed. But after uh, Caesar Augustus secured the empire, it was a it, there was a there was peace, Roman Roman Pax Romana, Roman peace. Um, there was also a lot of money that flowed into the empire from Egypt because uh, Cleopatra and Mark Antony tried to overthrow Octavius, but they failed. And Cleopatra from Egypt, so they got some, they got some, some uh, little tribute from Egypt. So they had money flowing in from Egypt. You had peace in the in the Roman Empire, and you know a little bit of a little bit of political genius. And so it was a prime time for God to do something incredible, <clears throat> and He did. So in the in the days that Caesar Augustus issued a decree. In uh, uh, census of the entire Roman world And again here's another cha- here's another uh, Example of uh, Luke uh, Anchoring uh, Historical biblical events Into uh, Roman history This was the first Census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria So presumably there were others Other censuses uh, But he's, Luke wants us to know Exactly when this was This is what was going on Who These were the people who were in power Um And everyone went to their hometown to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, Bethlehem, house of bread, that's what it literally means. House of bread. The town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. So about 80 miles from Nazareth to Bethlehem, not an easy journey. 80, 80 miles, you know, we knocked that out an hour and a half. I went. I went to Lake Wales. I went to Lake Wales an hour and a half. But this is uh, you got to do this by foot, and and uh, well along in year, or well well along in her pregnancy. So not an easy journey. Hey, welcome everybody! If you're just jumping on, just joining us, we're glad you're here. We're reading through the Bible, we're reading through Luke chapter two. With this unruly class, we got. Who was rebelling against homework? Look, get a little bit of homework, just a little bit of homework every once in a while, and they start throwing things at. Him. But anyway, um, verse four. I oh, know we already did that. We already did that. Verse five. He went there to register with with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. Remember, we talked about the three levels of marriage, three three phases of marriage. There's the engagement, there's the betrothal, there's the, <laughs> there's the actual marriage proper. So they were in that middle phase, betrothal. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no room available for them to... There was no room available for them, and this is the this is the Linus this is the Linus thing. I know I know that I know what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Lights, please. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And lo, an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. They were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will be that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angels, praising God and saying, I'm getting chills, man. Getting chills. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. That's the real meaning of Christmas, Charlie Brown. I love that. It is. People are all time awesome to tell you what the meaning of Christmas is. That's the meaning of Christmas. That's what it's about. It's about family and good food and presents. No, it isn't. No, that's what it's about, right there. Luke 8 through 14. <laughs> That's what it's about. <laughs> when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, "Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about." Wow. Wow, wow, wow. It's amazing. The um the shepherds uh, you know, were unlikely or an unlikely crew to be selected for this incredible announcement. The birth announcement of the son of God, it came to shepherds, sheep herders. Not who you would expect. It's interesting, the the paradox in the day that Caesar Augustus, this, this man of great political and military power, earthly power, he wasn't enough. He wasn't enough. In the year that it seemed like he had it all going on, the most powerful person in the world, surely this is all we need. We just need a great, powerful person, a Caesar to take care of everything. Ain't enough. That's not enough. In the year that Caesar Augustus issued a decree, God sent Jesus into the world to save the world. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is Messiah, the Lord. The anointed one. He wasn't born in Jerusalem. He wasn't born in the palaces of the Caesars, Caesar's palace. (laughs) He wasn't. He was born in a manger in Bethlehem. Wow. It's powerful, man. Powerful story. Powerful how God works. And these shepherds, after they they see this, they they hurried off, verse 16, they hurried off and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about the child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Yeah, crazy. Awesome, awesome word. God kept his word. He did exactly what he said to do. It was just as they had been told. And that's what we're supposed to do, right? We're supposed to be shepherds. In the spirit of the child, we, when we see Jesus, when we who have put our faith in him, see him, what's our what's our what's our calling to go and tell everyone everything that we have seen and heard. Verse 21. And on the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus. Savior after the the uh, Hebrew equivalent of Joshua, Yeshua, Joshua, Yeshua. God saves the name the angel had given him before he was conceived. That's what he came to do before he was even conceived. His name was Jesus. He was coming to seek and to save. He was on a mission. Verse 22, when the time came for the purification rights required by the law of Moses, Mary and Joseph took him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord and to offer sacrifice in keeping with what is what is is said in the law of the Lord. A pair of doves or two young pigeons. By the way, notice that Mary and Joseph are going to church. It's like I, people, I'm righteous. I'm I'm good with God, but I don't need church. Yes, you do. Mary and Joseph, they got chosen to carry the Son of God. They probably pretty good. But what are they doing? They're going to church. They're doing church stuff. <laughs> when it was time for purification rights, where'd they go? They went to church. <sighs> I don't need church. Yes, you do. <laughs> I know a lot of people need church. I don't need- Yes, you do. Next time someone is with you and they say, you know what? I just don't like, I don't, I don't. I don't, I don't really need church yet. You just say, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Are you more holy than Mary and Joseph and Jesus? You got it more together than them? Because they went to church. <laughs> Verse 25. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon. Oh, I love this story too. I love all these stories, but this one's awesome. I love this one. There was an, a man in Jerusalem called Simeon. I love Simeon and Anna who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel. He, Oh, man, he's waiting. And the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. He's waiting. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the, chi- the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, and Mary's like, "Hey, baby, hey, where you going with my baby?" Simeon <laughs> grab the baby. Mary's like, "Hey, hey, hey, hey! I don't even know your name. Where you, where you take? Where you bringing my taking my baby?" <laughs> today, today, that gets you arrested. <laughs> you just walk up to a stranger and take their baby. It's like, "Well, hey, hey, hey!" Get you arrested or in a fight? hit with an umbrella or purse or something. But it was a different day back then. It was different. It was a different day. (laughs) Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation. Wow. Wow. This elderly man, devout, when he lays eyes on Jesus, he says, I can die now. Wow. You can dismiss your servant in peace. I am at peace. Which you have prepared in the sight of all nations. He's going to save the nations. Wow. A light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. That's who Jesus is. He's a light to the Gentiles and he's the glory of Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, this child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel. It's not going to be all happy days, man. And to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed. And a sword will pierce your your own soul too. Mm. It's going to be some tough days, man. He came to save. That's the vision. But when it starts to be carried out, there's going to be some pain. There's going to be some hurt. People are going to have to make a decision for or against Jesus. He's going to be the destined to cause the falling and rising of many people in Israel. And he still does today. Right. We bring Jesus. We we share Jesus. We talk about Jesus. He's still the he's still the cause of the falling and rising of people today. When Jesus came to earth, his entire ministry, he was judgment day walking. The way you respond to Jesus determines your eternal destination. He is salvation. That's why Jesus is he's he's super clear about that. What did Jesus preach? Jesus, (laughs) Jesus preached Jesus. He preached himself. He talked about people coming to him and receiving him and following him. That's what Simeon sees. I mean, I see all the intricacies and all the details, but he sees that he's going to be this, this savior is going to be the rising and falling of many. And it's going to hurt your heart, Mary. And it did when he was on the cross, it hurt her heart. And in other places, too. Verse 36. There was also a prophet, Anna. A prophet, Anna. So here's a here's a lady who's a prophet. Women in ministry. The, the daughter of Pinuel of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage. And then was a widow until she was 84. So she had a husband for seven years and then for 84 years. And for the rest of the time, she was a, uh, a widow. Now she's at 84 years of age. She never left the temple, but worshiped night and day, fasting and praying. She loved God. Wow. Man, don't you just want to give Anna a hug? Come on now. Tell the truth. You know, Anna, you know, Anna's that that big, sweet church lady. You know, the big, sweet church lady. Everybody got, you got, you got name, no name. They ain't going to name no name. Everybody got a big big lovable church lady. Come on. And you just want to give Anna a hug. Come on, Anna. You know you in Anna's presence you just I mean she's going to make you she going to make you some biscuits. She going to bring you a pie. She going to have you sit down. She going to tell you stuff you ain't you didn't want to hear but she going to tell you anyway cuz she loves you and you're like, "I know, ma'am. Yes, ma'am." Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> that's Anna. Anna, that's a her picture Anna. She's a big church lady. She's just sweet as can be. But she just, she tell you like it is, man. She just tell you like it is, yeah. You know, you, you straighten yourself up a little bit. You, you, you're getting a little sideways, straighten yourself up, boy. Okay, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> that's Anna. I mean, I don't know her size and shape. I don't, but that's how I imagine her, right? She's a big lady. You just love big old arms. Just wrap around you. And you got the little thing under here. That, that's from that's from Jesus. <laughs> Jesus gave her that, that. Right here. You know how that works? It's just kind of like that a little bit. But she just couldn't. And it just when it comes at you, it just comes at you and it, it just it just you know just grabs you, you know. Jesus gave her that. And that's Anna. <laughs> she earned those. She earned those right there. That didn't. That did she? She earned. She earned that. And then she just coming at you. She's sweet as anything. She's sweet as apple pie. She. But man, she unfiltered. Anna's unfiltered. <coughs> so she comes up. Man. Uh, she never left the temple, but worship minded. Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. Man, that's, that's her wings. Yes, that's her wings. That's her wings. <laughs> um, When Ma- Joseph and Mary had done everything required by the law of the Lord, They returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth, and the child grew and became strong. He was filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was on him. Mm. Man, good stuff. We're going to stop there. We'll we'll finish up chapter two tomorrow uh, on the podcast, not on Facebook or Instagram, but on the podcast where we uh, finish up chapter two. And remember your assignment to finish Uh, Read the other chapters on your own Up to chapter 20 And then on the 26th of July We'll be back together And we'll actually do chapter 20 together On the 26th All right, guys Great day You know what we do We read, we pray Time to pray Lord thank you so much for your word Thank you for um, The coming of Jesus Lord and the reminder in your word That the strength and power of man Is not enough Military power Political power Economic power is not enough. That you sent, you sent Jesus to our world when the world had all of the other things. but They still needed you. They needed salvation, and we do too, Lord. Thank you, God, for reaching out to shepherds and people who are on the outside to give them this glorious news and for sending this news to us that a Savior has been born for us. With all the things that we have, Lord, we realize the most greatest need that we have. We have lots of needs, but the greatest need we have is salvation. And that's why you sent a Savior. God saves. Yeshua. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I pray that that fills my friends with peace and grace today, that you came to save and that you do save, that you're mighty to save, that you are undefeated in saving. And so, Lord, we put our faith and our confidence completely and totally in you. Lord, I thank you for those people in our lives that bring us encouragement and strength. Thank you for the Simeons and the Annas in our life uh, that point us to you. Um, Lord, I pray for my friends today, whatever they're facing, whatever they're dealing with, whatever they need from you, Lord, may you grant it uh, in, in precious and in mighty ways. Lord, we love you. We thank you for the privilege of gathering together in this venue to to share our our spirits with one another as we gather around your feet. We gather at your table and learn together. We love you today. We ask your blessing on each everyone. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you guys. All right. We'll finish up chapter two, verses 41 through 52 tomorrow. Um, So check that out on the podcast. And and then we'll be back together on July 26th uh, with Chapter 20. Love you guys. Appreciate you being here. You guys have a great day. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida on all social media platforms. The church you will find at BaysideChurchSH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Thank mm-hmm.